I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast, For the Health of It. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. I am so glad to be with me today. What we're going to talk about today are health problems that sneak up on you. Now, I was going to say that health problems that sneak up on you after age 50, but I've been in practice a long time, almost 39 years, and I see that a lot of these problems, when I first got in practice, happened to old people. Now they're happening to young people. So I'm not going to call it uh, problems that sneak up to you after 50. It's just problems that sneak up on you. Now, more than 9 out of 10 older adults have some type of chronic disease. Almost everybody has something wrong with them health-wise. And 8 in 10 have more than one. High blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, uh, emotional issues, erectile issues, uh, brain function, Alzheimer's. So chances are, if you're statistically part of that group, which you are, you're going to get one or more of them. I don't want you to be part of that group. I want you to not get that. I want you to be the one in 10 that stays healthy. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So there's a lot of things you can do to stay healthy and live a long, happy, healthy life. So surprising causes of high blood pressure. Let's start there. The number one medication that I see people taking is blood pressure medication. The number two medication I see people taking is cholesterol. Now, it's interesting, if you look at the research, that people that have high cholesterol have a lower rate of Alzheimer's. So our big thing for years has been, let's lower cholesterol. And I'm not saying that's wrong. But when you have high cholesterol, something's wrong. Your body has raised the cholesterol for some reason. My goal is to find out why you have high cholesterol. Maybe your liver isn't working as well as it should. I'm going to get to blood pressure in a second. Your liver recycles cholesterol. So liver produces cholesterol, sends it out into the blood. It gets used for hormones and cell walls and everything else. And whatever left over gets recycled. Sometimes the recycling bins are filled. After recycling bins are filled, you can't recycle cholesterol, and then cholesterol goes up. So maybe it's not that you have high cholesterol. It's that your recycling bins are clogged, and we just have to unclog your recycling bin. And many times that helps lower cholesterol. We do that by uh, you know, cleaning out the liver. Uh, it could be, it, it's not the cholesterol that's floating around in the blood that's necessarily bad. It's the cholesterol that's stuck to the artery walls. So speaking to cardiologists and reading research from cardiologists, many times people have heart attacks, and they have normal cholesterol levels. And that's baffling. It's like, wait a minute, high cholesterol is bad, but people have normal cholesterol, they have heart attacks. It wasn't the cholesterol that was the problem. It was the trauma to the blood vessels. And then the body, is, the blood vessels are traumatized. The body lays down cholesterol like a scab and makes the artery walls thicker so that they're less likely to burst because of high blood pressure causing pressure on the, on the arteries or because of stress or because of dehydration. And so it's really the cholesterol that's stuck to the artery walls that's bad, not necessarily the cholesterol floating around in the blood. If it's high in the blood, we still need to find out why. But I recommend you do something called an A1C test. A1C tests how much uh, inflammation there is in the body, and that kind of is a media, a lot of things can cause it, but it could be a, uh, help determine how much cholesterol is stuck to the artery walls. And so 
when we start looking at this, it's like it's not just A equal B equal C. You got to start looking at these other variables. So blood pressure, of course, can put pressure on the blood vessels, and the body has to lay down cholesterol to make the blood, pr- blood vessels thicker. So what can we do to lower, cholesterol, lower blood pressure? Now, we know salt can raise your blood pressure. Everyone's told that. Cut down on your salt. You have high blood pressure. But do you know that sugar can raise your blood pressure as well? Now, it, sugar can also adversely affect something called nitric oxide production. So nitric oxide is a gas that's produced by your blood vessels, and it causes the blood vessels to relax and open up so that the blood can flow smoothly through. As we get older, our nitric oxide levels naturally just drop. It's part of the aging process. But if you're not giving your body the nutrients that it needs to produce nitric oxide, you got a double whammy. You got age going on, and you're not getting the nutrients that you need to produce nitric oxide to open up the blood vessels. So sugar can prevent you from properly producing nitric oxide. And that can then cause the blood pressure to stay high. So I don't want you to just cut out salt. I want you to cut out sugar. Now, I don't want you to cut out salt. I'm going to take that statement back. I want you to use a different type of salt. I want you to use something called air-dried sea salt, Celtic salt, black salt, Himalayan salt. These salts have over 70 different minerals in them, not just sodium chloride. White table salt is sodium chloride. That's junk. Don't ever use that again. But even if you're using uh, natural salts, many times it's not that you have too much sodium. You don't have enough potassium. Potassium is really important. And so many people, majority of people in America certainly are depleted in potassium. So here's a trick I want you to do that's going to save you a lot of time and aggravation, hopefully help lower that blood pressure. Whatever salt you're using, air dried sea salt, Celtic salt, whatever it is, I want you to use two thirds air dried sea salt or whatever it is, and one third potassium chloride. Now you can buy potassium chloride in a grocery store. It's pretty cheap. It's right where the salt is, right in the salt section. And I want you to mix your salts together, potassium chloride and then your whatever salt you're using. A, you're not going to notice the difference in flavor. B, you're going to get potassium, which then can help lower your blood pressure. How cool is that? Quick, easy, simple, cheap way that isn't going to change your life hardly at all. You just have to mix your salts together. Nice and simple. So nitric oxide can be a problem. Sugar can help prevent the body from producing proper nitric oxide. And so I want you to cut back your sugar and your salt. Another thing that I find, and I've been in practice coming up on 40 years now, I've been seeing patients, is that it's a digestive problem. Now there's a nerve and it's called the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. And the vagus nerve runs down from your brain and controls your digestive system. Your digestive system is so specialized that it has its own nervous system. You have your brain, your spinal cord, that's called the central nervous system. You have the nerves that come out of the spine that go out to the arms and the legs, that's called the peripheral nervous system. But your digestive system has something called the enteric nervous system. The enteric nervous system is a separate nervous system connected to the other ones. And the main connection, it's connected in many ways, is through the vagus nerve, V-A-G-U-S. Now, if the digestive system isn't working properly, if you have gas, bloating, diarrhea, heartburn, acid reflux, constipation, you're irritating the the enteric nervous system and irritating the vagus nerve. Follow that neurology right there? When the vagus nerve is irritated, it can cause, it also controls some of the heart. It causes the heart to beat harder or faster than it's supposed to. 
And so if you have an enteric nervous system issue, digestive system issue, it can affect the vagus nerve, which can affect the heart, which can raise your blood pressure. And I've had countless people over the years come to me and taking blood pressure medication, literally countless. I don't know how many. It's been so many. And I say, do you have any digestive problems? I have a heartburn, acid reflux, burping, gas, diarrhea, constipation, whatever it is. And I say, let me see if we can fix the digestive system and take the stress off the vagus nerve to see if the heart can beat right. And when we do, almost inevitably, the blood pressure drops. And the most common one I see is heartburn, acid reflux. The stomach, which sits below the diaphragm, can push up into the diaphragm. And that might cause burping or gas or heartburn, acid reflux, gastroesophageal reflux disease, kind of all the same thing. And we can take the stomach and gently massage it or pull it down away from the diaphragm. And when we do, we take the stress off the vagus nerve and the blood pressure drops. How did I learn that? That's a pretty intricate thing, isn't it? When I was a kid, I remember some of the earliest memories of my life laying in my bed in Hoboken, New Jersey, as a child, as a toddler almost, and my heart would race, and then it would stop, and then it would beat really, really, really hard, and then it would stop again, and I thought everybody did this because you're a kid. You don't have anything compared to, and for years, I had this rapid heart rate, and then it would stop, and then it would increase again, and, and it was really weird, and one day, maybe 20, maybe 30 years ago, I remember I was in my second treatment room in my office, and I was just about to adjust the patient, and this light bulb came on in my head. I wonder if my digestive system was causing this irregular heartbeat. And I did the research. Sure enough, I was right. And I grabbed one of my interns at the time, and I said, I want you to massage my stomach. And it eventually evolved into an adjustment, which I learned before, but I never really put it all together. And I pulled my stomach away from the diaphragm. I've never had the rapid heart heart rate again, ever. Now, for me, it was one shot and done. Now, I still get my stomach checked periodically because every now and then it has a tendency to slide back up again. But if you have digestive issues, chances are very good that it's affecting your blood pressure issues. Chances are very good. It's related, if not caused by, your digestive system. How cool is that? And the other thing that can cause blood pressure issues, and there's a lot of them, but I won't go into everything for this, is dehydration. Most of us just don't drink enough water. Now, when you're dehydrated, your body releases hormones that can cause your blood vessels to constrict, which can lead to increase in blood pressure. So make sure you're drinking enough water. If you're not drinking enough water, you got to do it. How much water is enough? When you pee, your pee should be clear. And if your pee is clear, you're in good shape. Now, if you're taking B vitamins, it can be yellow. That's fine. But if your pee is cloudy, uh, if you pee in a clear glass and you look at it, it should be relatively clear. If it's cloudy, if it has a lot of things floating around in it, uh, if it's brown, Eh, we might have a problem going on. So my recommendation is this, and it's a great way to start your day too, is when you get up in the morning, have two big glasses of water, eight ounces, 10 ounces, two of them. Then start your day. Watch what happens. One of the things that's going to happen is chances are you're going to start to drink a lot less coffee because you drink coffee many times because you're dehydrated, which makes you tired, so you're drinking coffee to wake up. All you got to do, Drink two glasses of water. That starts your day. And then throughout the day, uh, make sure I drink tea. I, I, I like herbal tea. So I'll have three or four more glasses of that. And you should be good. Now, if you wake up and pee a lot at night, I stop like I do. I'd stop drinking about three o'clock in the afternoon. This way I have time to get all the water out of my system so I can make it through the night. Happens when you get older. You'll see. So 
those are just some things that can happen with high blood pressure. Instead of just surrendering and saying, I have high blood pressure, there's nothing else I can do. Let's try some things. Let's assume just for a second that I'm wrong. It's not a digestive problem. It's not, a, uh, it's not sugar and salt and nitric oxide issues. It's not dehydration. So what? I'm wrong. You cut out your salt and your sugar. You got your digestive system fixed. You drank more water. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does work, which it probably will, then you'll say, that's all I had to do? Yeah. Most patients come to my office and say, Dr. Joe, I want to come off my medication. I say, I can't tell you to come off your medication, but I can show you how to get well enough so hopefully you don't need it. And that's my approach. I want to teach you how to get well and stay well so hopefully you won't need it in the future. Now, there's other things too. Pinch nerves. Chiropractic care, many times we can help lower blood pressure. So that's why when patients come in, we check their spine, we check their diet, we check their digestive system, we look at what they're drinking, and then we try to put together a protocol specifically for you. So if you're just tuning in, folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today is uh, health problems that can sneak up on you. And many times people go to the doctor and they get their blood pressure taken. Doctor says, I have blood pressure. Well, I didn't see any symptoms. They call it the silent killer. Well, yeah, let's fix it so it isn't a silent killer. Another problem that I see people have is diabetes, blood sugar issues. So patients will come to me and they'll say, you know, I always ask what blood medications are on, diabetes, uh, high blood pressure, of course, diabetes and cholesterol to beat three biggies. So let's talk about some things that might help stabilize blood sugar, not treating diabetes, stabilizing your blood sugar so then you don't have diabetes. It's not semantics. It's actually getting to the cause. Omega-3 fatty acids are really good for diabetes. Omega-3 fatty acids have been shown to help people control their weight and their blood sugar. Now, there's three types of omega-3s that most people take, fish oil, krill oil, or algae oil. Fish oil, you run the risk of uh, mercury or heavy metal contamination. It's not in the proper form to be absorbed. It has to be in something called the phospholipid form, and it's not. And fish oil oftentimes goes rancid. I take fish oil off the list. Krill oil, K-R-I-L-L, is a better choice. Krill oil... Very low risk of mercury contamination. It's in the right proper phospholipid form. And so that's a way better choice. But it's still not the best choice. The best choice, in my opinion, is algae oil. Krill and fish don't make omega-3 fatty acids. They get it from eating algae. Algae is the purest form of omega-3 fatty acids. So that's why I recommend, if you're going to take an uh, omega-3 acid, take the best. Algae oil is my favorite, okay? My grandfather, my German grandfather taught me years ago. He says, always buy the best. It's always cheaper. And so that's why I take algae oil every day. And it does a lot of other things too. It helps with inflammation, helps with brain function. Algae oil is so important. Omega-3 fatty acids are. So that's the one I take. Another thing that might help with blood sugar is fiber. Because what happens is when you eat sugar, let's assume it's a glass of orange juice or it's a candy bar. The sugar gets in your colon, and it gets absorbed in a lot of different places. Fiber does several things. Fiber, one thing does is it wraps around some of the sugar and pushes it through so it doesn't get absorbed. Number two, it blocks up your receptor sites so you don't absorb as much sugar. So a high-fiber diet is key to stabilizing blood sugar. And if you're eating a high-fiber diet, which is plants, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, chances are you're not eating a lot of other junk, so not only do you have the fiber as a benefit, you're avoiding the bad stuff. How easy is that? So think about that. Eat more fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. 
Well, the easiest way to bring your blood sugar back down to normal is drink more water. And we just talked about water for blood pressure. Works for diabetes, too. Six to eight glasses of filtered water a day usually does people pretty well. And again, I drink mine before 3 o'clock in the afternoon, so I don't have to get up and pee all night. Now, I said filtered water. And the reason I say that is tap water is an option, but tap water oftentimes has chlorine in it. And chlorine is good. It kills bacteria, germs, viruses. It helps make the water drinkable and, and certainly doesn't kill you. But chlorine acts as an antibiotic. Chlorine can kill off the good bacteria in your colon and the bad bacteria. And we don't want to do that because so many people have compromised digestive systems. Remember, we talked about blood pressure a few minutes ago. And we want to get the digestive system working properly. So if we can get you off that chlorine and get a good filtered water. Now, I have a whole house filter in my house. Um, they're not cheap. A good one's going to cost you about $2,000 or more. But it's worth it. Because, A, you're not buying a bunch of water, which I think is ridiculous. And number two, every drop of water in my house is purified. I bathe. I take showers. I drink. I wash my uh, clothes in it. I, I wash my food in it. Everything is purified water. So to me, that's an investment well worth it because it also can have fluorine in it and it can have uh, uh, drug residuals. So for example, if you're taking blood pressure medication, diabetes medication, you process some of it. It gets used in the body. Some of it's passed out in your waste. Goes into recycling center. The waste water is recycled and then it goes back into people's houses. So we have filters that can filter out viruses, germs, bacteria, things like this. We don't really have filters in these recycling centers to filter out, medication, filter out medications. So even though it's an extremely small dose that you might be getting if you're drinking my re recycled water because I took blood pressure medication, it's not something I want in my body, and especially not for children because the dosages are different for children. So I do recommend a, a whole house water filter. So what we're doing today, if you're just joining us, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We're talking today about health problems that sneak up on you. You don't know where they came from. All of a sudden, I have diabetes. I have blood pressure. You don't have it. You did something that caused it. There's a difference. Now, sometimes it's genetics, but rarely. It's almost always lifestyle. So, folks, a lot of people ask me when I, when I do these shows, and these podcasts, and these lectures, and um, I've been doing it for 40 years now. People say, Dr. Joe, I would like to become your patient. I would like to come see you because, uh, of course, we, have, we do chiropractic work. We do nutritional work. We do digestive work. Uh, we have a medical doctor on staff. We can do erectile dysfunction treatments, uh, acoustic wave therapy with joints that are wearing out to help regenerate some of the tissue in there. If you'd like to make an appointment, go to my website, drjoe.com, drjoe.com. In Atlanta area, we have offices in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb. We want to be your doctors. We want to get to the cause of your health care problem and not just treat the symptoms. It's okay to treat the symptoms. We want to treat the cause, so hopefully you don't have to treat the symptoms. Normally, the first visit is $940. For our listeners, we've reduced that to $299. That's an exam, x-rays, consultation, first treatment, going over the x-rays, and a complete nutrition evaluation. Folks, if you're serious about wanting to get well, whether it's neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, if you're in a car accident, a sports injury, you want to get a second opinion before surgery, you have digestive issues that we just can't get to the cause of, come see us. DrJoe.com, we would love that opportunity to be your doctors. We accept most insurances, and if you're ever in a car accident, folks, if the car is damaged, you're damaged. I've never seen it any other way. So please come see us as quickly as possible. You might get scam phone calls from doctors and lawyers if you're in a car accident. Hey, come see us. Uh, we, we're going to set you up. It's all a scam. No one is ever going to call you to set up an appointment. 
they stole your information off the website, off the, off the police website, and they're calling you from it, from your police report. Don't fall for it. DrJoe.com, bring yourself, bring your friends, bring your children so we can get you well and keep you well. Now, what we're talking about today are health problems that sneak up on you. I want to talk about heart disease because heart disease is very common. In fact, every 20 seconds, somebody has a heart attack in this country. Think how many people have had heart attacks since you started listening to this. A lot. One of the big problems I find with heart disease is tooth infections. It's a tooth infection have to do with a heart. The same membrane that covers your gums covers your heart. It's all one big membrane. So if you get an infection in your tooth, it can work its way into your heart. So if you have cavities, if you have gum disease, if you have pain in your teeth, get to the dentist immediately. It's not a chiropractic case. It's probably not a nutrition case. You need a dentist to work on it. So get to your dentist right away because that can be a serious problem. That's why if you have a heart condition, they always say go to the dentist before you have heart surgery or heart treatment because of that same membrane. If there's an infection here, it can go into the heart. Another thing that can affect the heart is sleep apnea. Now, sleep apnea uh, can lead to heart problems, and it's when somebody stops breathing when they're asleep. Now, my father had this, and I wasn't, I was away at college. I came home, and I realized he was taking a nap, and he was (gasps) gasping for air. So I realized what happened with him is his stomach had pushed up into his diaphragm. We talked about that earlier with high blood pressure. So I massaged and pulled his stomach down away from the diaphragm, and he was able to sleep better. And a lot of patients with sleep apnea, when we adjust their stomach, the sleep apnea goes away. So if you have sleep apnea and then you have heartburn, acid reflux, burping, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, consider that might be the cause. So pinched nerves can do it too. The fourth cervical nerve is called the phrenic nerve. That nerve controls your diaphragm. Your diaphragm is where you breathe from. So if you have a pinched nerve at the fourth cervical, it can affect the phrenic nerve, which can affect the diaphragm. And if the stomach is pushing up against the diaphragm as well, that can lead to sleep apnea. Once again, getting to the cause of it, not just treating the symptoms. A lot of people use the CPAP machines to pump oxygen into their body. That'll treat the symptoms, but it doesn't fix anything. We want to get to the cause of your healthcare problems. I'm not saying that's your cause. I'm saying it's a cause. Oftentimes, when we fix that, the other problems go away. So kind of throwing a bunch of stuff out at you here, but these are problems that people have as they get older, sometimes when they're younger too, and we have answers for them. And another thing is vitamin D deficiency. Studies have shown a link between vitamin D and cardiovascular disease. Now, it's been suggested that vitamin D can lower blood pressure, which of course is important, but high blood pressure is the leading risk of heart attack and stroke. So taking vi- and everybody should take vitamin D anyway. Now, the ideal scenario would be you get your vitamin D levels tested. Normally, 40 is about 40, uh, how it's measured, nanograms per milliliter, is how it's measured. I recommend 60 to 80. I want your vitamin D levels higher than the recommended dose because at 60 to 80, the studies show that's when it becomes medicinal. It actually, you see health benefits from it as opposed to just keeping you stable. I don't want you to just survive. I want you to thrive. I don't want you to just get by. I want you to feel great. And I want you to be as healthy as you possibly can. And vitamin D is probably the cheapest insurance policy you'll ever buy. I personally take 5,000 international units a day. Now, if you go to my website, drjoe.com, in the store section, we have the vitamin D that I take. If you take vitamin D3, make sure you take vitamin K2 with it. Vitamin D3 helps you absorb calcium along with other things. 
vitamin K2 drives the calcium into the bones so that you don't develop blood pressure problems because you're building up plaque in the arteries from the calcium. Following how this all ties together? If you have any health questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. I would love to answer your health questions. Make an appointment to come see us. We can do it in person or virtually. You can do it right online, drjoe.com. Follow me on social media. We post tips every single day at Dr. Joe Esposito. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.